Everybody, now it's not the Christian Podcast. The Christian Podcast doesn't take itself too seriously. I'm your host, Shane, and here with Eric. <laughs> I, it's just getting worse. It's just getting worse and worse every time. Um, <laughs> hey, what's up, Doc? Bugs <laughs> Is that Bugs Bunny? Yeah. I don't think so. Is that Bugs Bunny? Yeah. Oh, crap. Okay. Can't do that one. Yep. What's up, Doc? That's um, terrible. Yeah. It's, 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 I'm trying to be as terrible with my slogans as you are with your intros. And I don't think I'm succeeding. Oh, my goodness. I think your, your intros oh, are getting worse. We get that. constant complaints. Constant complaints about your intros. Con- from who? I've heard them. Gabby, not too shabby. <laughs> she don't listen no more. Yeah, yeah you ran her off. <laughs> I've heard people tell me. I'm not going to say names, okay? I don't want to break their trust. Oh, but yeah, I'm yeah, not going right. to say names. Hey, we are getting closer and closer to episode 100. Uh-huh. I cannot what believe. This, this is 90-something. 94, wow. maybe? 95? Um, I don't know. But yeah, we're getting really close mm. to 100. I can't believe... We have sat through yeah. almost 100 of these. Sorry. But I'm sorry that you, the listener, have listened to this. This is 94, episode 94. So we have, So we have, including this one, six more to go. <laughs> or five more to go, and then it's the 100th. Is that yeah. how that works? Because 94, 96, 97, 98, 99. Okay, so six more episodes, and then it's the 100th one. Okay. You know how like when people say, how many days till Christmas? Yeah. You're not sure how to count it. Do you count the day that you're in? Or do, you, do, you count? do you count? Does Christmas count as a day? No. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so I've always, every, every time people say, how many days of Christmas? I'm like, I don't, well, does today count? Does it not count? I guess, the, does the time of day count? Can you figure out how many days till Christmas from today? <laughs> from today? Because <laughs> uh, we're recording this July 2nd. You're listening so, to this July 3rd. Hopefully. Hopefully. Or, or July 4th. Hey, happy 4th of July, everybody. Yeah, yeah happy 4th of July. Um, let's see. We did it, America. <sighs> we did it. We made another year. <laughs> um, let me see if I'm doing the math really quick. Uh, 100, uh, 176. You Googled it. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> you Googled it. <laughs> you did Google it. <laughs> uh-huh. It's 176 days. Yeah. Until Christmas, just you're, in case you're... Here's, <laughs> here's, a, here's a good question for you. Um, would you cheat on tests in high school? I did once. I did too. When and I got I got caught. I kind of got I cheated off of somebody who did not know it was English. <laughs> the, per- the girl sitting next to me, who I thought was smart, my mistake. Well, English is normally not multiple choice, so it, it wasn't yeah, multiple- exactly. And so was, you're writing your own was, answers. Yes, and it was about like a book that we were reading and, and that you didn't read, of course. That I didn't, know of that. course. I, I didn't how read. many books? How many books in English did you read? Uh, I think I read To Kill a Mockingbird. I think I read half of one and that's in my it. entire English yeah. class. Yeah. I remember. Uh, do you know what was worse? Coming back after summer and you had to have the the, that's, yeah. had, the book reading. You know, you had to read books during the summer. I yeah, know. Right. What is this? What? what is this? We're not in prison. This is vacation. <laughs> I'm not. And then you come back and you'd have a test on Animal Farm in the first week. Yeah. Like that. Like, Lord of the Flies. Like, I didn't read any of that. So anyways, I was in this uh, in, 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 in English and this was in the school year. Animal Farm. <laughs> about that book <laughs> in the in the school year so i should have read this book but i didn't and i cheated off of the girl next to me about like what town is the character from and like all this stuff she didn't read it either made up 
everything. So and she the, and she told you, you were just looking. No, I would. She didn't tell. I she didn't know. She didn't offer. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm just looking next to yeah. me, just writing down the answers. Yeah. And then the and she bombed it, and I bombed it with the same made up towns yeah. <laughs> that she wrote down. So she he did the teacher talk to both of you uh, separately, and uh, and and actually I think he gave us to like referred us to the assistant principal, Mr. Yeah. Frierson, <laughs> which is a terrible name for the yeah. assistant principal, but he was actually pretty nice. And he sat us down and. He 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 sat me down, and I've never I was a goody two shoes I didn't get in trouble I know you were terrified of getting yeah. in trouble and so he sat me down and he was like can you explain this to me and I was like uh, no I I don't really know what happened and he gave me a pass because I never got in trouble <laughs> he actually gave me he, 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 what you should have said me. was like, okay well don't I don't know why this happened I didn't know the answer I was just making him up I guess she looked at my paper that's what you should have said <laughs> well I already felt bad enough for cheating off of her yeah. I didn't also want to throw so then her you lied. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did. Oh, yeah. when I got caught cheating, I lied too. Yeah. Yeah. We were all, but it was it wasn't as bad as yours. But we we're all in the same room. First off, it's the teacher's fault because there's four of us that had a makeup test. I had a baseball game the day before, uh-huh. so I had to leave. So we all were taking the makeup test in a separate room without him. <laughs> so what are we gonna do? <laughs> Say, hey, anyone know this answer? <laughs> and that's what we're doing. And a and a bunch of us wrote a couple answers for things that were like it was it was a chemistry test. Mm-hmm. But our answers were for something from English. Like, I can't remember what it was, but we all had the same answers from like a story of, yeah. of something because we were getting them confused. And so he called us all up and said, What happened? And we just said we were all studying together and we had another test. So we must have got them all confused. Luckily, not all of them. There was like two questions that we yeah. got the same. So they didn't really matter. Yeah. And we all got them wrong, anyways. But uh-huh. yeah, so Ooh, wow. I lied to get out of well, it, of course. Well, I say, I say that because uh, you just lied about looking up how many days till Christmas. <laughs> I didn't lie. Uh, I didn't you, do that. Hundreds to become carrying the board. 176. Because tomorrow will be 175. Because our dad, Rusty, Rusty Cares, is taking a real estate class and he was in what? Oh, I did. Sorry, I did a hashtag. Yeah. With oh, the two fingers. Yeah. <laughs> I realized no one can see that. Yeah. You. <laughs> it, it doesn't sit across from me. He just did the hashtag. <laughs> I didn't know what he was doing. Um, and uh, he was taking the test to, to pass his class, and he worked super hard for it. It was a super hard test. And the teacher walked out for a smoke break, and people passed around the answers to the test. I don't know how they got the answers. That's hard to do. Yeah, I, I don't know either, but they did. And man, dad was like, there's one guy in our class who was so, he was the dumbest guy in the class, <laughs> and he turned in his test before anybody else and passed. Yeah, you got 90 something because he cheated and our father said no i do not want the answers to this and he took it on his own and he passed so good job dad and just barely just i think barely. <laughs> he said it was super hard yeah it was a really hard so test congratulations because he was he, he cares about integrity i know i remember he said i, I would have been very tempted mm-hmm. to like tell the teacher if i did fail like well they all pass because yeah. of this like dad you can't be a rat you nobody, know what they do to rats like to tattletale <laughs> yeah Trust me, you don't want to be like Shane. Shane is the biggest tattletale I know. Oh, I'll tattle. <laughs> you still do. <laughs> I'll, ta- I'll tattle. <laughs> I'm trying to teach my kids to not tattle. Oh, yeah. Brooklyn tattles all the time. Yeah, she does. Too. She she like tells me yeah. uh, things. Uh, Savannah did this. I, every time I say, don't tattle. Don't tattle on your sister. Do you punish her for tattling? No, but whatever Savannah did that probably deserved punishment, I just don't punish her for that. because. Or you don't punish her in front of Brooklyn. To let her know that she got the most of the time. Maybe you should still punish the man if she does something. Well, wrong. most of the time, first off, don't try to parent me. <laughs> don't try to. I know how I'm parenting. Number one, number two. Um, most of the time, when she tattles, it's something that's so minute, doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, so I just. I say, all right, you gave Savannah a pass for tattling, basically. <laughs> oh. Savannah, don't do that. But because you do that, she doesn't get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they don't tattle. Don't you just focus on your own stuff? That's good. So hey, pretty soon here, uh, your 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 church is going to be starting, huh? I know it's 
I last year when when everything was going and we were getting started, I remember thinking, man, when June comes, mm-hmm. I have a lot of work to do. Yeah. I have like figured out how we're going to do greeters and and marketing strategy and all those kind of things. We got to start implementing those. But then. June's gone. Yeah, and that was I was like, oh my gosh, it's June. <laughs> so yeah, I looked at my schedule for the rest of the summer because. We're going on vacation. We're going to Ocean City, and we're going to uh, Canton, Ohio. C. Ray Lewis. C. Ray Lewis being inducted to the Hall of Fame, greatest linebacker to ever live. Mm-hmm. Almost partly greatest on, defensive player to ever live. On the greatest defense to ever play. Yeah. Um, no. Go ahead. Don't at me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 don't. Um, so I had so much I had to do, and that's why a lot we missed last week. We've been so busy with stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's been hard, and, and I've been going to different churches every week. And while I've been going to these different churches, there's been there's things that I've seen that I really liked, and then there's things that I've seen that I think are pretty. Um, what's the best word to use? Stupid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and going then there's the things, soft route, huh? Yeah, and there's times where grace. there's times where um, Your bedside manner is very good. My myself and my and our and our staff, we were trying to figure out things that we wanted to do as a church and things we absolutely did not want to do because we thought mm-hmm. they're dumb, and. Then I came across an article I thought was interesting. So I figured we could go through this article okay. and then we can talk about some of the things that we think. Here's the article. It's by um, Kerry Newhoff, pastor up in Canada. He has a great leadership podcast. I highly recommend it. Um, and he posts blogs every day. I don't know how. Because <laughs> I, 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 I get it, his emails and he posts a different blog every single day. He writes it every day? It uh, says he does. And I get a different one and they're all good. Like wow. I read most, I read almost all of them. Every uh, day, even on the weekends? I get them every day. Oh my! I get goodness. one a day. So here's one I got like four days ago, and I read it. I thought it was um, it was pretty good. And here's the topic: it says five stupid things the church needs to stop doing to make progress. Mm-hmm. So here's um, we can go through all five of them. So number one, um, being so weird online. Oh, what, what you mean like with Instagram or social medias or what? So too many Christians come across online as either toxic or cynical. Or so you're not syrupy. talking about a church social media. You're talking about Christian social media. Just Christian. The church. Oh, the, the church. church. The, church the church is the church is the body. Shane, I don't know if you knew that. It's not I, the organization. I didn't. I know. I didn't know if you were talking about like <laughs> like the impact Instagram page or like the or people. I I will add to it though because I have seen. I haven't seen social medias be weird. I've seen social medias be inactive, which is just as bad. Mm-hmm. But I've yeah. seen websites. That, oh my gosh! Oh, they're ter- yeah. Some and there's no excuse. So no. So, um, no, Squarespace is cheap, and yeah. they could do it for you basically. Yeah, not in today's. There's day absolutely age. no excuse. I've gone if I go because when I've been visiting churches, I a lot of times I'll visit other things, or if I drive by a church, I'll look up their website and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is made when the internet was born. Yeah, yeah. Like, and they never changed it. They right. update it, but it's like looks like the oldest thing ever. It does, there's takes no time. It's like that. You know how you can go to the original Space Jam website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like that, that sort of stuff. Like back in the '90s, even though the Space Jam website, I wish it our church website looked like that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe they have something. Yeah, maybe, they, maybe they know what they're doing over there. But the question he asks is, why do so many Christians think their social media feed is a place to show the world their weirdness? So what? But what exactly is posted that is weird? Um, well, I've seen a lot of people post some. I've seen some people post things that are like, why would you post that? Like videos or things that I'm like what what first off why did anyone need to see that number one but why would you act so angry or oh um, you mean post something like, like a, that's that's kind of offensive or whatever uh, yeah yeah so they they come across the line as he says toxic 
So angry ranters, trolls, haters. Cynical, yes, we know you're disappointed with everyone all the time and no one gets it as right as you. (laughs) Or syrupy, so sweet, we can't stand the taste and are not really sure you live in the real world. (laughs) Oh, you mean where it's like fake, like fake niceness? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Or like always posting like the... Um, what's the what's the famous um, Christian comedian that everyone likes right now? Oh, um, I actually think he's pretty funny. But oh, the John sings- John Christ. Oh yeah, 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 he, yeah. He's actually really funny. I will give him that. He but- is. But every Christian, <laughs> every, and 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 I agree. Like I every time I, I whenever I actually do watch something that he does, I'm like, oh, that's that's actually pretty funny. But because it's shared by so many Christians all the time, and I know a lot of Christians, mm-hmm. I, I just don't like him. Some people think they're being authentic online. And really, you're just coming across as a weirdo. Well, isn't it? Isn't it uh, to what? Who's the other one? Is it Taylor Hawkins? That that's the other. That's Christian? the drummer of Foo Fighters. That is the drummer. Of Foo Fighters. <laughs> Who is? I'm, we're going to see Foo Fighters on Friday. Oh yeah. I'm going to hit up my my boy Dave because I met him. We're it's best friends completely. now. I'll just text him. But you know, Tom, who is that other Christian comedian who plays a guitar all the time? Um, and uh, he has like long blonde hair or curly blondish brownish hair. Um, I know you're you know talking, talking about? about. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. it's going to drive me crazy. I'm going to look him up. See, here's. Here's what's hard with Christian like comedy too, mm-hmm. is um, there's Tim Hawkins Taylor. I said Taylor. Yeah, you said Tim Taylor. Hawkins. Tim Hawkins. Um, with Christian comedy, what's weird is it's a fine line for the evangelical culture of mm-hmm. being offensive. Yeah, and but also being funny. Yeah. Like like most of the people like it's hard for a guy like John John Chris is I think it's yeah. his name. Yeah, it is. To actually be funny with such barriers, because oh he has goodness. those barriers, and he knows he does, because that's the market he's in. And you're dealing with the most easily offended people on the. I'm place, sure I would. I think he's fine now. I bet I would find him hilarious if he actually was able to do what he wanted to do. <laughs> but I know that he is constrained, <laughs> oh, and I know yeah. he has to be. So he he pokes fun at things a certain way, and even he still gets in trouble for stuff because yeah. people get mad and offended very easily. And yeah. trolls are trolls, and people are going to comment on stuff just like the the people that have put. Po- Gave us bad reviews. You've trolled. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? It was like one or two. You know what I do on this podcast I don't like? What? I don't listen anymore. I don't review it. Yeah. I just move to the next one. Uh-huh. I give it five minutes. So those people that felt like they had wow. to put us, give us a bad wow. star review. We got, we have one, one star, one, two star, one, three star. Okay. The, the two and three stars didn't have the balls to put a comment. <laughs> <laughs> the one star did. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, kind of. Yeah. So, so number one, um, why, uh, for five stupid things that the church needs to stop doing is stop being, being weird. so weird online. Yeah, the problem is I think just Christians are weird sometimes, and they mm-hmm. they hold it in a little bit when you're <laughs> and online it's just they just puke it out. All right, what's number two? Commenting on politics. Oh, now I I've, I'm very passionate about this. So here's but here's I'm gonna. I'm going to go at you for a little bit. Okay. Because so, we both agree and we don't like it, mm-hmm. but we do do political talks on here sometimes, on whether here. we whether we like to or not. I think that I'm okay with it on, in this platform because okay. I, I think that this is, this, is, this is an all right platform to do it. Um, the, the platform that I don't think is okay to do it is the pulpit. Yeah. I, I think that we have an obligation as pastors to preach the Bible, not preach politics, and not preach our view. Now, sometimes those things can coincide, and if there is a, a political thing that is happening um, that, that, has, that, that is clearly stated biblically, then we need to stand up. I, I think a great example of that is pro-life stuff. Yes, absolutely. Because that's one, like, I've, I've talked to people before, and like, we're not with church, I'm not going to be political, right. but I'm not ashamed to 
to talk about pro-life stuff because mm-hmm. first off, I it's part of our faith in one. But number two, taking our faith away, it's just science yeah. to me. Um, and if you look at, at what you have to decide where life begins mm-hmm. and I think it's pretty clear mm-hmm. scientifically yeah. <laughs> that life begins early. So if I believe that a baby that it, in the womb at one month, two months is a real baby, mm-hmm. I understand there's different circumstances that people will use, but I still don't think any circumstance results in murdering a baby because that's what I think it is. Yep. So and, and there's even yep. like... 100%. What's crazy is um, if you've watched the most recent Louis C.K. stand-up or even Dave Chappelle... Um, they talk about it. Oh, Bill Burr does too. They talk about pro-life and basically what Louis K says is, you know it's a baby, right? You know when you have abortion, you are killing a baby, right? <laughs> like, yeah. like It's crazy how they're starting to get that trend. So, But they're um, still okay with it. Yeah, it's weird how they're still like passive to it. Right. But, they're, but Louis C.K. Is, is the one that he is liberal, but he pokes fun at the fact that it is so hypocritical to yeah. think that abortion is okay, right? Right. Because you know scientifically it's a life. So, um, mm-hmm. and and his is the best one. Bill Burr is more of like a poking fun at that. It probably is, but who cares? Yeah. Where Louis K was different, but 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 when it comes to political stances, especially in the church or at church, here the reason why I think that it is not wise for for the pastor to to address political things from the pulpit is because it's a lose lose. Yeah. Um, it, 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 what's you, what's your job as a church? What your job as a church is to win people over for Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's it's, the job. Is your job to change government? No. 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 It's not our job. No. Not at all. And there are actually um, people who uh, I see. <laughs> There are people who have left our church because um, I did not make a strong enough political stance. Yeah, and, uh, in, in certain things, and and I've said from the get go, and I'm like, I'm okay with that because I, it's not my place. I'm not a politician. I'm a pastor. You and, you should be following Jesus' example. Yeah, how political was Jesus? He wasn't. He wasn't. People got mad at him that he yeah. wasn't. He they wanted him to be a political leader, and he said, right. No, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, let what Caesar's is Caesar's. I'm going to do. So even him and Paul, yeah. did not actually do a lot when it comes to this stuff. Here's some, but of the, but oh, um, I I do as a pastor. If anybody in in our congregation or anybody came up to me and wanted to know my political stance on something, I would have a conversation with somebody. I just won't do it from the pulpit. Because that's not a conversation. Because it's not a conversation. Yeah. So I, I will talk about those things. I'm not. I'm not hiding them, or I'm not. I'm not scared of yeah. them. It's just. It's not the platform that is that is going to help everybody there. It's not going to be a platform that is going to be beneficial for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's it, especially in that situation. It is a lose lose because everybody's on different sides, and so the only option is I'm going to make somebody mad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Here's, here's it's, it just won't work. Here's a good quote from, from Karen Newoff in this podcast or in this blog. After all, when God happens to have all the same opinions you do, so mm-hmm. it's not about your political opinion, you're probably not even worshiping God anymore. You might be worshiping yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically saying, be careful when you say that mm-hmm. God has this opinion because you're speaking, you're trying to speak oh. for God. When Because when authentic Christians sincerely share different views on subjects, we should be very careful about mm-hmm. speaking for God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'm I, also careful about because sh- he even says I'm sure God has opinions on these yeah. things, but we don't know them. Mm-hmm. So the best thing we need to do is love people yeah. the way He called us to do it. Yeah. And I, I'm even very careful about not trying to put political things on social media for that same reason because it's it, it, I don't know who is someone who's coming to my church and what they may be thinking, and they may read something that I could post that they don't like mm-hmm. and not even tell me, and then all of a sudden they're mad and then gone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So so even like retweeting something yeah. political, if I agree 
with it or not. You know, it it, it is it is such a dangerous and a slippery slope as I know. a pastor that I'm just not even messing with. One thing that I feel like I've been trying to do more as I get older and and more mature, I guess. I guess I'm getting more mature. Is mm. I've been trying to. <laughs> Whatever my stance is on a political topic, which we've talked about plenty of them, yeah. I try to then, okay, let me figure out what the other stance is. Because before it was, here's my stance. The other stance is just idiots yeah. and wrong. And now I've grown up and I've learned like, oh, they're not wrong. Mm-hmm. They're not dumb. They just have other facts they're looking at. So let me figure out what they are saying and see if I can even counter it. Yeah. And some of my things have been changed because of it. Some have been changed and then changed back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some have, have left me in the middle going, I don't know which one to believe because right, right. it's so hard to get like actual facts and not um, biased opinions from mm-hmm. any news media or whatever. So because of that, my job, mm-hmm. I don't spend nearly enough time looking at political stuff. Normally, I don't really care as much about it. Number two, I'm way too busy for other stuff. So why would I then put myself in a bad situation and a situation where I'm going to have more trouble leading other people to Christ that need to be led because I want to make a political stance or something that doesn't really affect anything? Exactly. It's stupid. So um, that was number two. Number three, handling conflict so poorly. Handling conflict. So um, as Christians, we should be the best. Yeah, at handling conflict. Yeah, we really yeah. should be like because right. because we have a guideline on how to do it. We've been forgiven. We believe that. Mm-hmm. We believe that that we don't deserve heaven, but because of what Jesus did solely, we have grace and go. So how come we can't now forgive people and handle conflict in a constructive way? Yeah, when Jesus taught us how to do it, and and we believe in forgiveness. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I I think that conflict is something that so I'm I'm struggling with this with this article because. Uh, it, this is from the church's perspective, correct? Yeah, five stupid things the church needs to stop doing to not, make progress. Okay, so not not necessarily just like Christians in the church, but the actual how the church leads. So the staff and, and all of that. Everything, the people in the church, the church organization, the staff, you name it. Gotcha. So uh, conflict is, is an extremely difficult thing because uh, as a pastor, you know, one of the uh, things that the Bible says is to go and confront a person that you have a conflict with first, mm-hmm. and then if there's no progress made there, to then go to the pastor. Yeah, and uh, so there have been plenty of times that I've been thrown in the middle of conflict between two people or even more than that. But how many times have people had conflict and instead of doing that, they gossip about it? Oh yeah, or they avoid it. Obviously, and that's, then, that happens a lot. Whatever. That's what we're talking and, about here. Yeah, is churches doing that? Um, so when when and what I was saying was when somebody does come to me it gives the conflict an an opportunity to be resolved. Yes. But if it doesn't come to me, not saying that I'm the one who has all the answers, but it's just a third party who is who doesn't have any skin in the game yeah. and instead and is instead just trying to help resolve the situation because I care about the health of those people and you and could look at church. it unbiased without Correct. being in both situations Correct. unless it obviously if it's somebody close to me then then they would need to go to somebody yeah. else but uh so that's why it is so important to go to the pastor to go to the church over something but if you don't do that then it just allows uh things to fester and things to grow and and things to get out of hand to them where it can't be resolved and people have to go their separate ways how many churches do you think are known for how well they handle conflict Ooh. And we've talked about churches that have really screwed it up, like with our boy Andy Savage, they screwed it up. Yeah. With, even with Bill Hybels at this point, because yeah. the, their church has gone from he's fine, he's innocent, to like he is, he did it. Yeah, it's basically what they said. Yeah, I read an article today about that. That's really sad. So, like, I know it, it, him being that sucks. Yeah. So, um, and that's just minute 
conflict, but yeah. the church is not known. Imagine if the outside world said, I might not believe that Jesus stuff, but man, they know how to handle, like when things happen, they know how to handle it because we have a biblical way to handle it. If we handle it, what Karen Newhoff says is humbly, gently, introspectively, and bravely, mm-hmm. man, things would be so much better. If we handle conflict more health, healthily, <laughs> or healthily, our churches <laughs> would be so much healthier. And yeah. a healthy church is a church that can help other people get healthier. Yeah, absolutely. So that's one of the stupid things that we always seem to do because conflict is tough. <laughs> oh, and it's going to happen. Yeah. It's Some just... people can handle it a little better than others, I think. Some people get too right. emotional with it. But one thing I learned with conflict, um, there's been times where I was furious with somebody. And um, I remember one time I was really mad with, with somebody that I worked at, worked with at church. Um, he called me about something. And I didn't say anything much to him at the time. I hung up and I just got more and more mad. You know how the more you think about it, like, wait a second, I can't believe he did that. So instead of calling him, I called my head pastor mm-hmm. and was like, hey, this is what happened. And I just kind of went off on what happened about the situation to my head pastor. And then I said, I, and then after I was done, I was like, I'm going to call him right now. <laughs> and then AJ said, nope, you need to take some time, uh-huh. calm down, and then get, don't call him, don't text him, don't email him because that's a coward's way out meet with him face to face. You can actually have to look at him in the face. Yeah. See how he responds and then have a conversation. I did. I waited a week and I got a uh, lunch with him. I didn't talk to him for a week. And then when we did, it actually turned out better and we both apologized. We both and I learned more about what he where he was coming from mm-hmm. and I was able to express myself and we handled it in a way where I'm actually still friends with that person now. Yeah. Well I think that that is is what you said is really good and really important is, is the one of the hardest things with conflict now, the reason why not just the church, but people are so terrible with handling conflict is because of texting. Yeah. So the minute that we are mad, it is so hard for us to contain ourselves to not send a text message or an email or a phone call or whatever it yeah. is. Really, nobody, if somebody's mad at somebody else, they're not, they're not, a lot of times, not even going to call them. They're going to send them a text and they're going to think it out and they're going to, and they're going to write it out 10 different times and, yeah. and send it to all their friends and say, how does this sound? And, and then, and then shoot it over to them. Like that's the way that people handle conflict. And so they always they're always trying to get every jab in yeah. because they don't want to lose in their in their minds. So it, it is so important to actually sit down with another person and hear what both sides have to say. Yeah. Um, but it's extremely, extremely hard to do. So that's that's a world problem. I know. But if we believe in Jesus, absolutely, yeah. Shouldn't we act in a better standard because of that? Yeah. Not not so that we earn grace so because we have that grace mm-hmm. shouldn't we mm-hmm. but of course we don't yeah number four ranking sin selectively yeah. so what he's saying is a lot of a lot of christians and churches what they like to do is make certain sins out to be way worse than others now i am of the component that um a lot of people say every sin's the same i actually don't believe that i do mm-hmm. believe that um that god sees sins differently he talks about sexual sins in a different way because it's yeah. not a sin just against people it's a sin against your own body um, I believe every sin condemns us the same. Yes. I don't believe every sin is the same. Right, right. So I think there I are worse sins than others, but it's not my place to tell you what's a worse sin. Mm-hmm. Um, but no matter if I tell a little white lie or I commit murder, I need a savior. Okay. So I need to be saved. But um, we can see the difference between a white lie or any lie mm-hmm. and murder. But We and, can see that. And but what this is saying also is that... Um, that what what churches tend to do is they pick out a sin, let's say homosexuality or whatever, or that's always a good or it's normally a sexual sin as they pick out, and then they ignore 
the other ones that really hurt the church, like gossip, mm-hmm. like divisiveness, like quarreling. And normally they ignore those because they commit them. <laughs> yes. So yeah, yeah, they absolutely. ignore them and it's like, take the plank out of your own eyes. Or like arrogance, like, yep. you know, uh, being too proud and looking down on other people all the time. Like that's, that's a very common one. Um, but yeah, you're right. It, it, it's easy for us to point out things that maybe we don't struggle with. And we've talked about this before, when, especially when it comes to, to homosexuality. It's something that the church a lot of times is is quick to point out as a sin because well a lot of times actually people do struggle with it it, it the the like mega church pastors who come out against homosexuality well, a uh, lot of them don't at this point yeah they, they hide i mean that, but, but in the in the past and yeah. then they were living a uh, that oh that yeah long time is, yeah. What I'm, is what i'm talking about but anyways it's easy to point out something that you don't struggle with and easy to not talk about something that you do struggle with because it makes you uncomfortable and it, and it makes you squirm in your seat but i think that one of the biggest things when it comes to going to church on a sunday is that it's not meant to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Going to church is not supposed to be something where we where we go in and we sit there and we're like, oh yeah, this feels great, and then you leave. And there are times where, where that happens because God is working, but it's also meant to be a time where we go in and we become challenged with whatever it is that we're dealing with in our own personal life that we need to go home and, and work on and change and fix yeah. through through the grace of Jesus Christ. A lot of times if we if we're if we are confronted with our own sin, we don't like it. Because that means we have to do something about it, yeah. And we don't like changing our, the things in our life. You know, we we like to just keep doing what we're doing, yeah. So that's a big reason why we point out other sins without addressing in, 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 on different levels when because we don't want to deal with what, our own stuff. Um, Carrie says, I would suggest that just as many congregations have been ruined by gossip, divisiveness, and quarreling as have been stained by sexual sin. Absolutely. But you never know it, given the way we talk about sin. Yep. Yep. So I, I would even I wouldn't even be surprised if it were more. I know. So because I, I, it seems like every church that that uh, not every church, but I would say uh, way more churches that I have experienced struggle with that gossip and quarreling amongst each other because that's just going to happen. Yeah. Than than I've seen with sexual sins. I'm all for I'm I'm all for surrendering our sexuality to Christ. Carrie says, but I'm also all for submitting to propensity to gossip, our div- our divisiveness, and our quarreling to Jesus and dealing with that seriously. Yeah. So again, it's just instead of always pointing out other people's sins that doesn't affect you, which is a lot easier to do, instead be self-reflective and mm-hmm. see what we need to do as a church. So um, number four, ranking sins selectively. And number five, the last one, drum roll, Shane. Always a mistake. Number five, judging outsiders. Judging outsiders. Yep. Now I get... I'm glad you put judging outsiders, which is something that we're always known for doing um, because I'm glad I didn't say just judging because there is a biblical reason. There is a biblical stance of how we should judge Mm -hmm. people of our own that actually believe what we believe in a loving uh, way, but judging outsiders. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's that's what the church is known for negatively, you know, and throughout the world, we're known for being judgmental. We're known for being people who look down on others uh, and and get on other people for not living a life that we live, even though they don't believe in the same God that we believe. It, it amazes me how churches will hold will hold non Christians to the standard of Christians without Jesus involved. Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah, we can't. If you are a non Christian, I cannot expect you to live the same life that I live. Yeah, with Jesus in my life. I've I've had um, parents come up to me and say, "Hey, um, I, I need help because my my daughter wants to move is moving in with her boyfriend, mm-hmm. and I know that they're doing things they shouldn't." 
um, what should I do? And I said, well, are they Christians? And she said, no. I said, well, then wait, wait, that's it. What can well, you do? The first step, like, instead of, because then it, all you're doing when you're trying to point out just the sin when they're not even professing to fo- be someone that follows Christ is all you're doing is trying to morph them into an image that looks good on you. Yeah. So this person, I need them to look like the Christian image. I would, instead, we need to say, we need to focus on Jesus. Whatever else you want to do, if you don't, why are we making people say you need to live by the biblical standard? And they're like, I don't even believe in the Bible. Yeah, why? Yeah. Why we don't put them towards that? We we meet we meet Jesus first. We help them introduce them to Jesus so they can meet Jesus, and then Jesus changes them. Yes. We don't change them. Absolutely. So that's the big thing. We I think a lot of it is we like to feel like we're in control. Mm-hmm. We like to feel like what we're doing is changing them, which is not true. Where first we just have to introduce them to Jesus, like one beggar to another beggar, where to find bread, mm-hmm. and then from there. It's not like okay, now you met Jesus. Okay, now you got to move out of your boyfriend's house, right, and now right. you got stuff. It's no. not that way. It's mm-hmm. it's a very slow process that yeah. you have to allow the Holy Spirit to convict them. Yeah, you know, be there for them, and and it's different when it's your kid. I know yeah. that I'm not trying to put that down, but yeah, it's well, a lot of times we just we're so judgmental to the way like so even celebrities or other people yeah. live. It's like why they yeah. they don't confess to this. So. Right. Well, and and I understand the the passion behind it because we found the greatest gift in the world. You know, we found Jesus Christ, who is a savior, who gives us hope, who gives us life, uh, all of those things. So I understand the thought process of it. Like, we just want you to also have this. Yeah. Hopefully, that's that's the thought process behind it. Yeah. I'm sure it's not for everybody. Um, but we, I want other people to also experience what I've experienced. So we want people to live the way that we live, so that we, so that they can experience that. But. We it's, also think it's it's that the way we're living is the best way for us to yeah, live. I yeah. know, understand that absolutely. But. So so I get I get that aspect of it. But if in order for somebody to live that way, they have to understand why. They have to be inspired by it. And if their and if their inspiration for living a certain way is because you're forcing them guilt guilting them, um, it's not going to last. Yeah. But if they understand, oh, I shouldn't move in with my with my boyfriend or girlfriend. Uh, at this point in, in our relationship because Jesus wants us to have the best marriage and the best relationship that we could possibly have. And purity paves the way to intimacy. Purity paves the way to intimacy and so that we could then live a life and, ha- and, and have a relationship that will set us up for the rest of our lives where we're dedicated to one another, where we love one another and we're putting that at risk by doing this but they don't understand that if they don't, if they don't have that relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah. So we have to, like you said, bring them, bring them to Jesus first. Imagine if a friend of yours when you you were eating pork chops, mm-hmm. they said, "Hey, you can't eat pork chops." You say, "Why?" Like, because 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 in the Jewish law, we're not allowed to eat pork. Yeah, say, I, I'm not Jewish. Yeah, so I can eat that. Mm-hmm. The same way when we try to tell people, yeah, if we try to tell people that don't believe in Jesus to do a certain standard because that's what Jesus said, mm-hmm. it's the same idea. Think of us what a Scientologist would say. I don't know what they would because they're <laughs> crazy, but they they try to put a standard on you. Yeah, be like I'm because they're Scientologists. That's what Scientology says. Like, well, I don't care what that says because that's not me so every time you judge somebody that's outside of our faith Mm -hmm. understand what you're really doing is trying to make someone doesn't believe something and force them into that into that position and you're not leading them to christ through it no you're actually what you're doing is pushing them further away yeah you're pushing so if you if in the end you want them to know jesus more than you want them to to be the perfect christian that you think is a perfect christian Mm -hmm. then you need to stop judging outsiders yeah yeah so all right now now that we got through carrie's uh carrie's uh post which I thought was very good. Thank yeah. you, thank you, Carrie, who I'm sure is not going to listen to this. I'll tag him in it though, because he does tweet back. I tweeted at him once, and he he liked it. Nice, wow. So, anyways, you guys um, are like as close as you and Dave Grohl. No, Dave and I are closer. <laughs> Don't you dare! I'll show you on Friday. Um, so 
What are some things that you think are stupid that the church does too often? So the I I have two things that I don't think are it's not necessarily like morally wrong or anything. I think well, I guess it could be. In some just ways. say it. I just think that they're just stop stupid. trying to set it up. All right. So have you ever like see, <laughs> see like like a middle school girl? Yeah, I've with, seen one who's with, <laughs> who's with her friends, uh-huh. and they always say, "Oh, we're so crazy!" Yeah, right. You know, talking yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. Oh wow, we're just the craziest middle school girl that you could ever find. That's who I we like are. Your middle school girl. Impression. We're just always so crazy. Look at us. We're crazy taking selfies, and we got mismatched socks on. What's so crazy? That that's like every middle school girl that that you encounter, right? The same thing can be said for every youth group, where they and and every most every youth pastor where they're like, oh. Have you, you haven't been to our youth group? Oh, you, yo, you need to check it out. This youth group's crazy. <laughs> we do crazy stuff all the time. One time we had a we had a water balloon fight. Yeah. One time we had shaving cream uh-uh. put it everywhere. We put it all over. One time we taped the youth pastor to the wall. Yeah, I got taped to the wall. I did that. Did I got taped to the wall? <laughs> it's know? not, and and it's just that a lot of times the youth pastor is the is. Yeah. considered the rebel of the church. Yeah. It's like, Norm- look at this normally, crazy youth pastor. Normally the He's wearing kids. jeans to church. It's got, is, there, is there a rip in his jeans? <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, do you know what I'm talking about? How most youth groups, they have this attitude of, oh, <laughs> we are crazy. <laughs> we are wild. Can we just stop? <laughs> you should come to our wild ignite yeah. youth group. We're well, gonna get wild. We're gonna put toilet paper in somebody's house. We're gonna we're gonna flamingo somebody's front yard. We are going to silly string the pastor when he's walking out to his car. We do crazy stuff. It's giving me PTSD. Yeah, out some of this stuff. But yeah. it's just like how every every and and there's nothing wrong with any of those things. It just drives me crazy how and I and I always think of the the middle school girl who thinks we're crazy. But every middle school girl is that way. And everyone Every, looks at, at them and going, you're not crazy yeah, at all. No, you're not crazy. You're normal for, <laughs> yeah. for, for, for yeah, you. You actually may be a little corny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're actually, I've seen way crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then I think in the same way, every youth group is is close to that. It's like, okay, we don't even keep talking about how crazy we are. It's just just, just do just do fun things. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to talk about it all the time. All right. You want to hear a stupid thing? Yeah. Let's see if you just, I bet when I say this, it's just going to naturally come out of you because right. it's a, I hate response stuff. So I'm going to say something and see if it naturally comes out. Oh. If just like your Christendom just comes out of you. Ready? Because I don't know what you're going to say. God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. Yeah, see? <laughs> Why'd you make me do that? <laughs> it's crazy. You, you you see any Christian, you just say, hey, uh, God is good. He's going to say, all the time. Oh, all, all the time. All the time. <laughs> I hate it. Uh-huh. I hate it when, and, and I've seen some pastors kind of say, God is so good. And then I'll hear someone in the back, all the time. <laughs> and the pastor goes, yeah, all the time. <laughs> even, I've heard pastors like not even like it. They can't even say God. You can't say God is good anymore in church. Yeah. Unless you want people to say all the time, all, all, <laughs> all the time, <laughs> yeah, and it's it's uh, yeah, those sort of responsive things. It's it also kind of just reminds me of uh, motions that go with songs when you know things that is expected of you. Yeah. Have you ever like been a part of uh, you're somewhere and there's multiple youth groups or multiple mm-hmm. churches at something, and then you start the worship team starts playing a song, and like one youth group knows the motions yeah. to the song, and they're doing them over in the corner, and everyone else is like, "Oh no, we don't know." Oh, happy days, one oh, you make yeah. a, oh. 
Fist bump, happy fist bump, day, fist happy bump, day, fist bump, and then walks on, wax off. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, uh, I am free is one. Yeah, you yeah. act like they're running. Yeah, which, dancing. Which my, one of my least favorite songs. Yeah. Uh, how about this? Have you ever been um, when uh, when uh, this always happens? At, just like, do it. Just do it. I'll see if I if it just comes out of me. We love Jesus. Yes, we do. We love Jesus. How about you? We love Jesus. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate that. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. And you get it. It always happens at, I'm talking about all this youth stuff now because we're former youth pastors, but uh, anytime you're at a youth conference or a concert for, for youth groups. Yeah, you're going to see Pillar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're waiting like in line in the, the pit. Yeah. And there's, or there's like two sections and that always happens and there's one youth pastor who's dressed in a banana suit yeah. doing that and he's like we got the craziest youth group you're waiting in line to see skillet for the fifth time oh, <laughs> you gotta do something to, to pass the time yeah uh, yeah anyways so what's the, another one all right here's here's one that that really actually bothers me and i do think that there are some morally things wrong with this oh, geez. not all we're the getting, time we're getting serious but sometimes hey buckle up partner everybody when the <laughs> what <laughs> when the when the when the worship starts on a sunny morning and the and the worship leader walks out like he's a rock star. Yeah. I hate it <laughs> with some smoke, <gasps> lights, and uh, and they have like he's they know how they're gonna say certain things. He's got he's got the the leather pants that I asked for in sixth when grade, you were in fifth grade. Yeah, he he's got that. He's walking out. Uh, he he's got he, chain he chain. Don't, on his, oh, his wallet, wallet to his, to and his he belt has, loop. Um, and he has a vest like uh like from a suit. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? But he has jeans on. Yeah, with a chain. He looks like he's skillet. <laughs> it looks like Again, he's in I'm just and here's why uh-huh. if you like skillet you need to know something they are jerks and they're terrible and they're not they're not good <laughs> but good they are also jerks they are because we know because they were jerks to us yes not personally to us but to the whole crowd us we, once we were stuck seeing them for at some <laughs> stupid Baltimore blast Christian game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we did, we've, I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen skillet play at a youth conference. And if you don't know who Skillet is, it's like good, the Christian good. Yeah, good. Don't look them up. It's like the Christian version of Nine Inch Nails. Who <laughs> is also terrible. <laughs> I don't like Nine Inch Nails either. I know, but that, and that's why we don't like Skillet. <laughs> but anyways, I remember we saw him at uh at a at Impact at Ocean City, Maryland. Uh-huh. I remember seeing them at was this it, Was that a middle school or high school retreat? That's a high school High one. school retreat. It might have been the middle school. I don't know. There's Impact Who and cares? Who cares? They're both they're both the same. But anyways, they're uh, all the same. <laughs> they played there and they're a bunch of teenagers at this concert and they're throwing stuff like balls and they're they're just crazy kids. That's the craziest youth group. <laughs> yeah, it's a bunch of crazy youth groups getting together. So they're not throwing stuff at them. No, they're there's, just there's like, beach balls that are flying yeah, around. Yeah, and, and it went on the stage, and Skillet was furious. They they're were like, Skillet. Yeah, they're rock stars. And they were like, all right, if anything else comes up on the stage again. And they like scolded these teenagers at this concert. Like, you know what? That's ridiculous. You yeah. Get off your high Forget horse. you, yeah, Skillet. You're playing at a youth conference. Yeah, and you suck. What would you expect? You should be happy you have a job for how terrible yeah. music you make. Yeah. Can you quit painting your fingernails black? Get rid of those chain necklaces and your studded belts. I would do you're a whole... 40. I would do a whole podcast <laughs> on how much we hate Skillet. <laughs> yeah. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> Anyways, oh, I was talking about um, uh, rock star worship leaders. Can can we just not? Can we just? You can just normally tell the people that think they're it when they're up on stage. They walk out on stage and they're like, "How you doing, Baltimore? (laughs) We're ready to worship tonight. Who's? I can't hear you. Like that stuff. Oh, I I hate the. I can't hear you. I hate. I hate that anywhere, let alone especially during football season. I say good morning. Yeah. 
<laughs> Come on, we could do better than that. I know you guys are going to watch a football game this afternoon, and you're all going to celebrate. If you could do it at Sunday afternoon, you could do it Sunday morning. Oh, I hate that stuff. That's the worst. So I, can I, we just stop doing that, please? You think we're gonna get another one star review for how much we hate Skillet? Oh, I will take it. I will. If yeah. you like Skillet, you need to know they are terrible. Yeah, we're doing you a favor. I, I will. I will. I, I. I'm fine with changing the name of, this, of our podcast. <laughs> the Skillet sucks. <laughs> you know, it's like if you if you like Skillet, it's like that story <laughs> that I shared a few weeks ago about how you still think Santa Claus is real in like eighth grade. <laughs> It's time for you to know. Yeah. They're bad. They're bad. They're bad. They're not nice people. And you're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> Just stop listening to them. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, last one. I have one more. And I've They're ta- bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can continue. Uh, um, okay, I have one more last one. And okay. I've talked about this before, but I want to say it again because, and I know every church, almost every church does this, but man, I don't like it. Your church does this. Oh, oh, yeah, I know what you're gonna say. Meet and greet. Yeah, I hate it. I'm okay with it. I I know, but I, it's still I don't like it. Yeah, it's so forced. Um, I was at a church not that long uh, last yesterday, and they didn't meet and greet. Of course, almost every church does it. Yeah, I think they're all dumb. Not the churches. I think doing meet and greets are dumb. Yeah, and so I I and I was the guest speaker. So I didn't know anybody. So I turn around, and I say hi, hi, how you doing, how you doing, and then I just kind of awkwardly stand there and don't know if I should go meet other people. And the whole church is well, they're it, wandering around, and I was like, I don't know what to do. And I'm and in my head, every time I think, what if I was a person that didn't want to be at church and I'm stuck here? Like you're not building relationships. You should find other ways to do that. That's because it's too long. Oh, it's I've been long. I've seen some that are five minutes. Yeah, oh no, no not exaggerated five minutes. A don't legit five minutes. No. I had to meet everyone before Basically, I was done. Basically, this is how long meet and greet should be. You, enough time for you to turn around, high-five the three people behind you in the row behind you, and then sit down. Yeah. That's how long it should be. If I, it's longer than that, then then, then you are making the, a new person extremely uncomfortable. Most of the time, I just, at those meet and greets, I find someone that is okay, or if I'm sitting next to someone that I know, I act like I'm greeting them the whole time so yeah. no one else greets yeah. me. Because, yeah. <laughs> so. like I, I, I mean, you've been to our church. I'm okay with it, um, and, uh, and it gives us literally, literally 20 seconds <laughs> To, to go from worship to the sermon to announcements, whatever it is that we're doing next. So I, I, I am okay with it. It's stupid. Well, I'm okay. You should think about changing it. I like it. I know you do, but it's stupid. I don't like it. I don't like it if it's too long. <laughs> I really don't like it if it's it too long. It should not be more than You mainly seconds. use it for transition. Yep. You don't necessarily use it for no. what other churches try or try to use it for, for ways to no, people yeah. to feel welcome. Yeah, yeah. People don't feel welcomed by that, I don't think. I think people more feel awkward. Some people feel welcome. But other people don't. And I think you can find ways to make people feel welcome without doing an awkward meet and greet time. I think they're mostly awkward and I don't like them. And since we've been talking about stupid stuff, I think it's stupid. And, and I promise stupid. and I promise <laughs> and I promise you, at Impact Church at launched September sixteenth, we will not be doing meet and greets. So if you don't want to talk to anybody, if you don't want any relationships, <laughs> no, that's not go true. Ahead. If you See, don't here like you go. having here you fellowship go. with, here you with go. fellow believers in the name of the Lord, nope, here because you go. God is good. All the time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew. See, it's there will be. T- they will feel welcomed, and we're gonna make sure that people feel welcome and loved. And when they come in to the door, but it's not gonna be through a meet and greet. Hey, if you want to go to a church that doesn't care about you and doesn't care about your relationships, go ahead, check out Impact. Nope. We if you want to go to a church can. that cares about you, that's that wants you to build friendships uh-huh. and wants you to build relationships, uh-huh. come on over, sit on a hill. If you want to go to a church, right? If you want to go to a church. <laughs> 
that has perfectly designed their services in a way to connect people who are far from Jesus to Jesus at an adequate way without throwing in something just for transitional purposes only. <laughs> <laughs> they go them back church. <laughs> um, so as we close, um, again, our 100th episode is coming up. Get ready for that. I'm excited for that. Then we're going to take a little bit of a break, I think, after that 100th episode because uh, we tired. <laughs> <laughs> we sleepy. <laughs> we sleepy. Um, there's one thing we want to make sure. It's too hot. There's one thing, but as we close, that we want to make sure is perfectly clear, and we've never been more serious in our life. Mm-hmm. Skillet is so terrible. No, don't listen to Don't them. listen to them, okay? They are not good, and I hope they listen, and I hope <laughs> that they are convicted by the fact that we were in a band for, for that toured for two weeks. Yep. We know bands. Yep. Yep, we know it. Skillet's not good. And you're talking to two former crazy pastors. <laughs> don't listen to Skillet. And remember, God is good. All the time. All the time. God's good. Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review. To support the podcast, you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash nymchristianpodcast. Music provided by The Revived. Check them out at therevivedmusic.com. Stay connected with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram.